lot like, you know what I'm saying, all the other people. Like Lil Baby, I know Lil Baby voice. No, I know Dirky old voice. I don't know Dirk voice but, yet. You know, I mean, for I a nigga to, to be able to ride the, the beat like that, more than you. I think that's totally ingenious, man, for you to be able to ride the beat like that and literally can freestyle like you wrote it. That's like one Facts. reason why I'd be so impressed with Killer Kalyon because the way he freestyle, you he freestyles like he wrote that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll be writing that shit? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga don't have to write that shit. I had watched this nigga go. This nigga been in the game too long to still be like writing. Up. I mean, I don't mean shit. That nigga just got a talent. Some people got a gift like that. Yeah. Like Lil Kiki, right? Man, let's run the tape, man. Let's start running this we shit. Rolling. It's already rolling. rolling. All right, look. Yeah. Lil Kiki, man. Album before the album, the first one I did with him, right? This nigga literally came to my crib. We probably did, um, I don't know, maybe about 15, 15 tracks on that, right? This man didn't write down shit. This man did not write down shit. He listened to the track a little bit and run it and punch if he if, if he felt like he wanted to. But literally, he already even punched. You know what I mean? No shit. And I think that's some pure genius shit <clears throat> for you to be able to just to made a rap like you wrote it like that and he, this man never picked up not one pen of paper or nothing and killed 15 tracks at my crib this nigga was literally over there probably by like two hours and that boy oh, gave your card too though because he said that, that you was like the best like mixer that he had ever worked with you know what i'm saying like engineering like really mixing his, his, his shit down oh yeah i listen to him man because i like when i mix down your voice i want your voice to sound like you in my face yeah you know like jay-z when you hear him rap, he sounds like he's right in your face. I like for everybody to sound natural. You know what I mean? When you when you hear my mix down and when you talk, you 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 the same person that's on stage. You don't sound like uh 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 different when you're on stage if I mix your shit. You know what I mean? I didn't even, on the co I didn't even until he said that shit, I didn't even know that you was actually, you know, like engineering shit. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you listen that? to those old Swiss house mixes, you know why everybody sounded different. When they left the switch house, because I was actually engineering all that shit. Yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a sound quality addict. I've yeah. been like that since I was a kid. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going so, down, man. Yeah. <laughs> so we up here running the interview right now. We up GMT yeah. radio right now. Yeah. We're in the game, you know. <laughs> and we in this motherfucking legendary. Uh, let's do it the right way, cause y'all know I'm a uh, Southside nigga to the bone. Girl. Oh yes, you know what I'm saying I know he been waiting. Oh moment, yes, man. you know it's you going die, man. If you watch the show, you know how excited I am, man. I got the OG, I got my OG, I got the legend, the man himself, Mr. Michael Watts. What up, though, man? What up, though? I'm here, man. man appreciate, appreciate you, you, dog. Yeah, for, for real, real yeah, man. For like, real. I want. I listen. My words are gone. Just you know run it. You know, what you think your place is in, in Houston hip-hop? Uh, wow, that's something that, wow, that's, that's like an outsider-type question where it's like where other people will put you at, right? Well, because, I you know, put my the only reason I ask that because, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, when motherfuckers might say, uh, uh like the, 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 what you call it, like the Mount Rushmore of Houston or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I don't hear your name come up. You know what I mean? Because you ask the wrong, you ask people where you at. But I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where you think your place in Houston hip hop is? Man, you know what? I'm kind of like the, the, 
if you ever seen Charlie's Angels, I'm kind of like Charlie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm like <laughs> that nigga that you <laughs> knew that, that that ran shit, but you never seen him or nothing like that. Like Charlie didn't give a damn about being seen. Charlie didn't give a damn about being famous, right? Charlie just gave a damn about doing the job and collecting the checks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for me, I'm not one of those type of people that like putting myself out there, man. I don't need no fame or none of that, that shit right there. You know what I mean? I'm I'm in this position because I chose to be like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't do a lot of interviews or something like that. I don't like bragging on myself or none of that shit right now. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, I know I did a lot for this culture out here in, in, in Texas. You know what I mean? And, you know, just as from the artists and for the slow down culture, keeping it popping, you know, with screw past and stuff like that, man. Because at the end of the day, I know if it wasn't for me, there would be somebody from Atlanta or some other part of the country claiming the slow down music after screw passed. But it stayed right here in Houston, Texas. And you I know, know it's you. because of me. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh. Definitely. Oh man! So when they start talking about the reverb, slowed and reverb, you heard of that shit, right? Oh, slowed, slowed and verb. Reverb. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, everybody uh, uh, evolved whatever what they doing. You know, with like before we but started doing interview. Evolved from what the fuck is what it really is, though. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, you but, know what I'm saying? Like this Houston's music. Yes, it is. That's our shit. But let me go back, though. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Just because I'm a music head and I'm an OG around there, right? I first heard slow down music in Florida in the 80s. Hold on now. The name of the group, they used to make mixtapes. They were Jam Pony Express. Wow. And they had this thing called something drag. I know. I don't know what the first part of it, but it was called drag. Because back then, they had the booty music, like the real fast shit, like right. Planet Rock and all that type yeah. of shit. But they used to have it slowed down around there. That's why I first heard slowed down music. This was in the 80s before I even heard uh, 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 Screw Tape. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm not saying that's where he got it from, yeah. but I've heard that that's before. The first time you actually heard it. Yes, yes. And actually, they used to do slowed down music. On KTSU, Kids Jam in the eighties, they had this. Yeah, they had a show called Kids Jam. It started in the eighties. I right? remember Kids Jam, and um, they actually yeah. slowed down. There was this song called "Fresh the Word" by Mantronics. They used to slow that down. You know what I mean? And this was in the eighties. I've heard my first screw tape in the nineties. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I. But you know, at the end of the day, like Miami, they was making whole slow down tapes. But no. then on KTSU, they was doing that one slow down song. They were just doing one song. That one song sounded good, slow down. They wasn't trying to make a big movement out of it. But that's why I first heard slow down music. So what? So what ended up happening with? Or if you know what ended up happening with the with the sound, the shit that were coming out of Florida. I have no idea what the culture, but I remember hearing one of those slow down drag tapes back then. Though you know, Man, I don't know where they took it to. I don't know why they started or stopped or who exactly done it, you know, but I did hear it. If anybody tapping in, man, and y'all know something, say something, man. I'm serious. There's some OG out there in Florida, man, that, that knows that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, because one thing about Florida, Florida always been into the big systems and the base and all that type of shit. So, you know. Huh, that's breaking news. Breaking news like a mug. Tell him. I got to go look into and what you say the name of the group was? Uh, I think it was the mixtape group was called Jam Pony wow. Express. Jam Pony Express. I've, yeah. I, I've heard of that name before. Jam yeah. Pony Express. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they was doing mixtapes as Daryl Scott. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? In the 80s, right in their pocket along with him. So you ne- you never got uh, offended, you know what I'm saying, by like the slow and reverb? Because, you know what I'm saying? For, like, for good reason, if you I like did, for you know me. For me personally, I don't give a fuck because everybody got offended when I started doing slow down music, you know? Yeah. When I started doing it, everybody got offended. So for somebody else to take it and do it around there, I'm not shit, I'm not I'm not offended by it. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Because at the end of the day, I admit that I started doing slow down music because of DJ Screw. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure the person that started that slowed and verb thing around there, they doing it because of me and Screw. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what's up. So when exactly did, like, what year did Swisher House, like, how soon after you would say that you heard a screw tape? I did. I did my first slow down mix in about 95 or 96. Yeah. I started doing about 95 or 96. And uh, my partners, they were begging me to um, do slow down mixes, you know? Yeah. They were begging me to do slow down mixes, but I would never do them. You know, you, you didn't want to do them because uh, I just didn't want to do it. Oh, oh, I didn't want I didn't want to do it because it just wasn't me. I was making yeah. money doing my regular speed mixes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But finally, they begged me into doing it, and I did it, and I made a lot of money off that bug, and I just stuck with it. Yeah. You know what hmm. I mean? I did. I, 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 I so did glad, my first. I'm so glad you did. Dog. I did my first slow down mixtape yeah, as a you know, as a yeah. favor to one of my friends. That's why I did. Yeah. You know. And then after that, it was. I that's, just that's what you roll with it, man. Did hey, you man, think, at the end of the day, I'm a hustler, man. So I'd rather be selling mixtapes than selling dope. So did y'all think know. that shit? Did y'all? Did did you ever think that shit would would explode the way it did? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you, you know? get? Do you get offended? When a, when when people in their head have this idea that it was beef between you and Screw, of course I do. You know, of course I do because it was no beef in my eyes. But at the end of the day, it was a territory beef between the North and the South. Yeah. You know, because if, if you if you know anything about me, I never shitted on the South side. Ever. Never. You, you know, never, never, ever, 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 ever done that. Even at the peak of the war, I never did. I've been on radio since. The early nineties. I can speak. I, I can. You know. So I never heard you talk bad about. No, South I'm South. never gonna Hell. do that, man. Because at the end of the day, I'm a fan of the culture. You know what I mean? And my mind is bigger than what niggas are on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not finna let how somebody feel on the street take me for how I feel. Because I do this right here for the love of the culture, and I do this because this is where I grew up on. And this is what I'm jamming. You know what I mean? Like in my car, I was jamming Fat Pat. You know. Oh man. Watching the building, you know, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, because yeah. uh, good so, music—I mean, good music—is not to be uh, not to be denied, you know. So it's just like for me, like I'm the one that brought played Webby first out here, you know. Yeah. Like I don't give a damn if it's good, I will play it, you know. Hey, that was one of my favorite uh, mixes from you too. The Webby, the Webby album, and and then that Carter two. That Carter two was my. Absolute favorite mixtape. Yeah, that I did for somebody else. Carter too. Yeah, I, I got to pat myself on the back. I killed that bitch. Yeah, cause a lot of t- you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of the albums that be screwed and chopped. But that motherfucker, like that, that motherfucker was hard. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I was, I was beastie on that, man. I got a lot of new equipment right then. So I was really clowning with the equipment. And then <laughs> I was young and, you know, and I'm I'm just now beginning to do mainstream projects. So my whole thing is like, I'm going to show these niggas something, man, when I got on that mainstream, you know? Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So coming up through the ranks, well, not through the ranks, but when Swisher House, what made you decide to say, we finna really pump these flows, selective sound, all that, and put the whole it just grew organization into it. together. It just grew into it because, like I said, we I started doing mixtapes. You know, like I've been hustling with mixtapes in the eighties. I'm be honest with you. Yeah. You know, but um, just the fact that the demand just can't became so high that we had to take it to a real level. You know, because people wanted it. The, yeah. the, the demand was there. You know. It meant it, for me to be a for me to. I remember when I was young and really a fan before I got into music business and stuff like that. Shit meant a lot to have Swisher House with everything that was going on, bro. I, I literally had fights back in the day defending the Swisher House name and shit like that. I think like, everybody that I, I've literally had fights and, and been in beefs and you know what I'm saying. I've really been in that shit. Man, that's so crazy, <laughs> man. You know what the hardest thing was uh, to ignore the uh the negativity and just to stay focused you know that's real because everybody that came in in the swisher house they literally wanted to go to war that's what they came down to, that's what they came for everybody came in there to go to war yeah. like man these niggas talking all this shit man we ready to go to war no man we ain't doing that you know what I mean? <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't doing that, man. I'm and not doing that. One time, the first time I was hopped on the house and said some, uh, some shit. What was you in the Like, oh, man, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Man, I, I'm just not that type of person, man, that believe in all that type of shit, man. Dog, I don't want nobody's on my behalf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So my whole thing is to see if I can keep you from getting shot, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if somebody had a problem, if you and somebody had a problem, you know, like somebody had a problem with Nightcap, I say, look, this is what you need to do. You need to talk to Nightcap, period. You know what I mean? I ain't going to come to you and say, hey, such and such said this shit about you, Nightcap. What you going to do? That's what's Ain't up. that nigga. You know what yeah, I mean? So at the up. end of the day, if, uh, if if somebody come on my mixtape around that motherfucker, I am do I'm endorsing the shit, you know? At, at, which point of the, at which point of the whole journey, all the way up the hill and coming back down a little bit, at which point, when you look back, did you enjoy the most? Oh, uh, the Kappas. Oh, man. The Kappa mixtape season, you know? Oh, man. Because at that point, we were at our street peak then, you know? Yeah. Everything was flourishing. Everybody's eating. You know, we, we, we take a shit to a different level. At this point right now, we can convert it to from from tapes to CDs. Yeah. So we were on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nevertheless, man. the fact of being uh, a street hot, you know what I mean? It's nothing like that, man. When you young and you hot and everybody loving your shit and everybody supporting your shit along there like that, it was that was the best time of my life, you know? That's what's up, man. I, I didn't need no job. I wasn't in jail. What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Like I ain't getting, I I, I got that, getting money and having fun, man, for real. That, and I ain't got to sell no dope, no shit, no nothing. I'm good. Man, that's what's up, man. God damn it. Michael Washington, the motherfucking building. Yeah. We in the yeah, building, yeah, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we in like, the man, building. Well, all you bitches in school said I wasn't going to be shit. Fuck y'all, niggas. 
Yes, 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 yes. Most likely to not be shit. Yes, look at me, bitch. That's how I felt in the capital. Like, yes, you know what I mean. Hey, what did you, what did you had to, te- what did you have to teach yourself? Like, cause in the beginning, you know, we would pick, type Mario. See, and that's then, that era then of, it of, of Switch House I'm not real familiar with. That's the, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, then, you know, that's, it, that, that's that beginning it started, it started, before the commercial. Listen, uh, yeah. was then, then Mike, Paul, uh, uh, you know, Cam, all them come along and things really started changing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? How, how did you have to make that transition from being a nigga hustling mixtapes to... You know what I'm saying? Bringing out platinum artists and going, you know what I'm saying? And Grammy you, Award winning artists and shit. You just grow and evolve into the situation, right? That's what's up. So with everybody and everything in life, right, you evolve to what whatever uh, your situation is in life. And that's what we evolve to. We evolve, we evolve from cassettes to CDs to commercialism. That's what's you up. You know, that's one of the things that kept Switch House hot, man, because we were... Uh, Every new group was an evolution. Because it first started out with Archie Lee and Lester Roy. And then came the Acres Home Crew. One of my favorite Lil Mario. Sam Warfare. Yeah, then they came Lil Mario, Slim Thug, the Pigs in the 80s. The whole uh, uh, Acres Home Crew came in. Yeah. And then there was Paul Wall and Kameen, right? And then after Kameen, it was Mike Jones and, and, Magno. and, and Magno. Magno. Shout out to Magno. But every. But every 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 new shout person brought Yellow. Shout out to Yellow. And Yellow is here today. Yeah, shout out to Yellow. But every 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 wave brought a different evolution to the whole situation. Cause like for me, I've never been one of those type of people that really wanted to be stuck on anything. Yeah. You know, I always wanted to do shit, new shit, right? Even when you heard their flows back then, it sounded futuristic because I pushed it. For uh, for people to think beyond where they were at, you know, everybody wanted to come in and go down. Like, no, we need to do something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Cause I'm shooting dice with Donald Trump, Bill Gates, and Ed McMahon. Back then, boy, that was one of the hottest lines. Who said that? 50, uh, 50, 50 twin. Fifty fifty twin, man. Shout out to twin, man. Who's it? I'm shooting dice with Donald Trump, Bill Gates, and Ed, Ed McMahon. McMahon. This was you got to remember. This was '97, '98. Yeah, that was probably the early 2000s. Cool. Yeah, it was but cool to talk was about Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, this was back then, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. And what you think that y'all could have did to make? How did the? I'm trying to. What you think y'all could have did to make the the run last longer? Or do you think it just ran its course? It ran its course. You yeah. know, nothing lasts forever. You and know, we would have show liked it too. Yeah, no, <laughs> nothing lasts forever. No matter how good it is around there, right? You know, because at the end of the day. It would have been a whole new group. Like, Highway Yellow. Highway Yellow don't sound like anybody that's ever been on the Swiss House. Period. Yeah. Doesn't sound anything like anybody that's ever been a part of the Swiss House. That's what's up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it would have lasted if if I chose to keep it running, you know? Because at the end of the day, man, when you do so, the same thing forever, it's kind of, it gets boring to you. No shit. Period. You know? Shit, y'all wow. had so many different personalities, you know what I'm saying, as far as the commercial side, you know what I'm saying, exactly. Highs, you know what I mean? You, y'all had Chameleon now, you know, uh, Power Wild, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, uh, with J Dog signing y'all too. 
Man, J Dog start, started with us, but J Dog was never ever signed to us, you know. Yeah. J Dog was like that person that just came in with the crew. Yeah. Hopped on some shit. Yeah, hopped on some shit and killed it, you know. Do you think uh, if if like Chameleon and Power Wild would have, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know. Do you? Yeah, know, I grew up with them, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was what was even going on with them? I mean, I don't want to speak their business from okay, 20 okay. years ago, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, then boy, put it the way I tell you this because you know I, I grew up from kids before we knew we could be somebody when we was just the name my mama gave us yeah. shitheads running around the neighborhood yeah. and shit. Them boys was real friends, friends like that wasn't no let's just make like them boys was real friends, friends. So when they fell out. Everybody knew it was serious, serious, serious. You know the crazy thing about Paul Wall and Kameen, right? I don't look at either one of them as being wrong. They're just two people with two different mind frames. Yeah. You know, they're two different yeah. people with two I different agree. mind frames. I agree. Like, Paul Wall is the people's champ, right? And Kameen now is the, the the way forward thinking person, you know? I tell you, I tell you this. As far as the South, in my opinion, Kameen there pioneered hip-hop on the internet. Chameleonat.com, pushing the dot com. Man, he, to me, he was the first one on that internet wave. Yeah, I mean, before the first the, one. Anybody website. First one to sell a anybody. CD over the internet, sell music over the, from up, like out here, us, because you know they wasn't fucking with us. We had to do everything on our own. Right. Nobody was on that internet shit before Cam. Nobody was. Nobody. Nobody was. He was He was the first one. We had a website in, uh, what's that? In '99, uh, we had a website in '99. Switch House, House. you know, we were one of the first uh, labels in the South to have a website. <laughs> you know, we weren't even a, 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 a label then; we were just making mixtapes. Swisherhouse.com. Man, you excited? <laughs> yeah. I grew up. I do. I grew up with this shit. I like that shit. Plus, plus half the crew. We're my friends from middle school and high school. Like yep. that shit really meant something to me. Like I can call I can call Roderick Broderick, you know what I'm saying? I seen Mario just the other day. Yep. Like I grew up with these people. Like it was my homies. How did you what how did you feel when you started seeing uh, of course you was happy for him, right? You know what I'm saying? But you know, to have close relationships cuz like that was an era that they I was like younger than y'all. Their so success even, was my success. Yeah. It really was. I'm, I I Whatever they did, I made sure to benefit off of it. You know what I'm saying? I knew them. I'm, I, I was a key, you know, making baby steps in the music business back then. So that helped. Like, it benefited me. That shit. They success was my success. Man, that shit crazy, man. Because y'all, that, that shit crazy. From Mike, man, we used to be walking around them apartments on Titwell with Mike and Ever, Evergreen, I think they was what they were called. Like, we was out there. I was out there. You know what I'm saying? We was... Doing that shit, shit. The boys, they did that shit. The first, uh, Mike, Mike still touring. Mike still getting money. You talking about Mike Jones? Yeah, yeah. Make all the jokes you want. That nigga still. I'm just, I'm talking to, I'm talking to Texas right now. Make all the jokes you want. That nigga still out there getting money, living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Why you crazy? Records that damn big. I'd imagine so. Yeah, and, and that's crazy, man. That man put off a, a double platinum record. <laughs> First album with double platinum. In fucking say. Did y'all kind of know, like, I ain't gonna say that y'all, when y'all was dropping shit, right, it was like, damn it, like anything y'all drop was gonna go. 
Yeah, it did you know get like that. It was like anything, it, it, anything that y'all dropped was was gonna go. But you know, I never had the mentality like that, man. My whole thing was every time I dropped a mix, I was trying to beat the last mix. Yeah. You know? So it got to a point where I was actually competing against myself. I was trying to beat myself. I, I felt I felt like at, at really on the cool and in and, and the two thousands, I really felt like there was nobody that could beat me in doing mixtapes. Agreed. You know, when I listen to anybody doing mixtapes, the quality of it and the song selection and everything and, and how it's coming, I felt like there was nobody that could beat me, you know? Agreed. I, I would, to me, Michael Watts is the number one mixtape DJ, and the second best after that would be drama. Drama. Yep. Because, I mean, mixtapes in Texas was a big thing before drama even got started. Yeah, but drama, you know what? When it came down to drama, they had a whole different style of how they made mixtapes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like a drama mixtape and my mixtape were two totally completely yeah, different things different around vibes. there, right? Yeah, it was two different vibes. Definitely. You know, it was two totally different vibes, man. So I don't even look, I couldn't even compare myself to what I was thinking about as a mixtape to what he was doing, you know? So who came out, who came out first? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Who y'all, who came out first? Was it Mike? Mike Jones. What you mean, Archie Lee and Lester? No, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about when they when, when they were doing the, the big commercial shit. Uh, the big commercial record. But <laughs> believe it or not, our first commercial artist was Archie Lee. The first, uh, the first uh, uh, commercial uh, record was uh, Archie Lee, right? And um, and then uh, like for us, who we put out first. Uh, the first solo artist that was on a major for us was Mike Jones. Yeah. You know, at that point, everybody else had their own deals. Like, everybody else was like, you know, Slim was on his own deal. Paul Waller, Kameen and them, that was on their own deal. You know? Like, like uh, Slim was on Interscope. Uh, Paul Wall was on, um, and uh, Paul Waller ended up releasing the record. Paul Wall was with Mad Hatter. Paul Wall and Kameen was with Mad Hatter. Yep. And um, uh, who else was there? Uh, then uh, Camino, he, he he put his shit out on um, uh, why do I want to say Jive? Not I, Jive? I was gonna say Jive not too. Jive. No, not Jive. Uh, why could I think of these people, man? They they they're big. Um, that's crazy. I can't I, I can't, I thought I can't it was think of the label too, for shit. You know what I mean? I thought it was Jive too. Mike really kicked open the door. He really kicked for the switch song, out. I thought that song was Slim Thug song. No, well, that was a is Mike Jones. Still tip no, let me tell you. Still tipping was a Swisher House group song. It was on the Day Hell Broke Loose 2. We flipped it for a single for Mike Jones. God. Cuz the song was uh, before Mike Jones even put his album together, right? I flipped that where well, we flipped that for a single for him because the the song was already so hot yeah. on the street. I always thought I don't know why I always thought that was Slim Thug song. That's because he leads it. It wasn't. A, it was just a Swish House group song, you know. Yeah. It wasn't nobody's really particular single at all, yeah. you know. That motherfucker was so goddamn hard, even to this day. I think when you t- motherfucking uh, classic H Time record songs, that hoe is okay. Mind playing tricks. You got to put that hoe up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mind playing tricks, still, still tipping, tipping and want to be a baller. The three biggest songs from a male artist from Houston, unless you want to talk you know, about Beyonce. I got to say, those three songs are the three biggest H Town records that was uh, 
big outside of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like some records, they were big out here, but they was big in the southern region. Yeah. Yeah. And I then, did. then but, but, okay, yeah, yeah. You, you talking about talking about like big outside of Texas and it being like cultural driven. I would, yeah, I would say. You know what I'm saying? Because you had shit to come out of, you know what I'm saying, Chameleon, that shit. His shit was so fucking big, like the Sound of Revenge shit and the record that he had, the Riding Dirty. You know what I'm saying? But that was like more of a... But that's like a... But you talking about things that are a product of being Swisher House, not actually Swisher House. Like Riding Dirty wasn't on Swisher House label. Right, right, right. Chameleon now came from Swisher House, therefore he made it to that level. But as far as Swisher House's success... Mike Jones was yeah the steel the steel, steel tipping tip. yeah. Was all them boys signed to you at any point? Because I know you said they they were signed to this label, and then they were signed to that label, and. No, we was actually just doing it when we first started around there. We was really just having fun, just like how everybody's on the screwed up click, right, right. just over there just rapping and and just being a part of the group, and nobody was signed on that. It was just the same way. Everybody was coming through and just. You know, just getting their shine on. You know, what are your what are your relationships like with everybody now at this stage in life? It's good, man. It's good. I could call everybody, man. Everything is good. You know, that's, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And and how is Lester Roy and Archie Lee doing? Like we don't hear them names. People I'm, forget about those names. I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. Man, Archie Lee was cold, man. Archie Lee, man. He 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 could produce, write, and everything. Like his album. His album came out first with us because he had already produced the album. Oh, shit. He produced the album wasn't himself. No wasn't no it was to done. Do with it. Yeah, it That's was done. Saying. He did it. Yeah, Young Red and Surreal. Young Red was hard too. Yeah, I like Young Red because yeah, he, he sounded like nobody else. You know, yeah. I think Young Red was just so ahead of his time that I think that our core, our core Switch House fans, I think Young Red was ahead. Of our core fans, Young Red and Chris Ward, Chris Wizard, to me, was kind of like that for both groups. Like, man, boys don't understand his rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to me, they both was like that. I can dig it. I can see the parallel. I, yeah. I can see the parallel. You know what I'm saying? She Young Red, man. I like Chris Ward, man. Chris Wizard, yeah, he Chris do go hard. Real unique. He do go hard. So was Young Red at the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I remember. Cause I was, we was a uh, the radio and we was, we was promoting Young Red because we had got a couple of his records and they was yeah. his records were fire man Red records were fire man but they was so different you know what I mean yeah you know it had to be marketed like totally it, it I like I think that Young Red had to be marketed as Young Red you know what I mean I don't think it needed to be marketed as like like a Swiss house because if you if you hear a Swiss house you was expected you was expecting a certain thing, expecting a certain thing you I know what I mean I you get automatically it. get put into a lane you know what I mean but Young Red wasn't in a lane he was it on his own lane that's what's up he asked you about like the best thing the best moment and thing like that what was like one of, one of the hardest things to deal with in your career uh wow um um Really, uh, really just keeping the business with people around there, man. Because at the end of the day, when you start doing real business with people, man, all that friendship shit goes out the window, you know? I feel that. And when you start things, man, and everything was on love and shit like that, and you got to switch it uh, from uh, love to doing real business around there, it, it becomes complicated, you know? Yeah. 
So that's like when it, when it came down to uh, us, uh, why everybody didn't go on the major with yeah. us, right? So at the end of the day, when it came down to um, signing paperwork and everything around there, you know, we couldn't just run it the street way. You know what I mean? We can't say, hey, just get on there. We're going to just chunk you some change or nothing like that. You know? <laughs> this shit is legal shit, man. You working with the majors, man. You can't you can't do that, you know? Yeah. So in order to go to the next level, you have to, you know, you have to do it professionally, man. We had to do sign, we had to do contracts, you know? And that's where that's where everything just got complicated at, you know? I dig that. Because at first, man, when we were just doing mixtapes, everything was all love and it's all smiles. But when you, but when you, when the when it comes big and you try to do contracts, man, people got like, oh man, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Some people ain't ready for it at that time in their life. Like you gotta, it's different. I do, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's different. It's different. Speaking of different, man, what is what is life like nowadays for my, for Mister Michael Watts? Man, you know it's so crazy, man. Don't you know I want to retire, but I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do shit else. I mean, like for me, man, I never been a cook, I never been a chef, I never play sports. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to drive trucks. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I want. I went to. I went to college for you know for for uh, fixed computers, but that was so damn long ago. I had to go back to school for that. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> You know, and then the computer's different than the motherfucker now too. Like. I mean, you it, literally, if you, I mean, everything in life. Before when I, I I dropped out of electronics just because they said that you have to stay in school the rest of your life. But the reality of it is now, really, if you're gonna survive, you're gonna be in school for the rest of your life because everything involved. If you don't stay on top of everything, well, stay ahead of everything right, that's right. going around here, you're not gonna win. Period. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. The, the, the I mean, because at the end of the day, man, for me to survive all this time around here with all the people that I started with, you know what I mean, is amazing. You know, the reason why I was able to survive longer than a lot of people that started with me because they didn't really want to evolve. You yeah. know what I mean? So, Highway Yellow, man, you you are you looking to add more members back to the Swisher House brand? I'm I'm in debate about it, you know, because I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Running a record label and 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 dealing with a whole lot of artists, man, that shit is really mentally tough and it's hard. It's not easy at all, you know what I mean? So to be honest with you, I'll work with an artist or two, man, but just to try to do it back the way I did it, no, I won't do that. You know, I got a family now, so I can't spend that type of time, man. You know what I mean? I dig it. Hey, you up. you you know what I would what I would want? A Swiss highs reunion. Well, I want to switch house for reunion. You know what I mean? That shit will happen. I think it will happen. I think it will happen. Y'all need y'all need me to start putting some strings around this motherfucker. Man, we stuff. we got we got the thing in the play. You know, we have it in the play. You know, but my thing is, this shit, we do a reunion. I want everybody there. Definitely. You know what I mean? Everybody that was a part of it. I want everybody there, and I don't want anybody to come on love. I want that shit to be everybody get paid because. Everybody deserves to get paid on. You know what I mean? Man, I'm there. And, man. and I'm, buying, would you, I'm buying a section ten. I want to. I want to do it in the woodies. Give, give me twelve hookers. I'm investing all the bread I can. I want to do a big. I want to do a big show here first with everybody on. I want to do it in the woodies pavilion, and I want to just start it there. And where where it grows from from that point, you know, we'll take it there. Then I'm bringing a tent, I'm bringing some wicker couches. It's that going down, crazy, man. Cause y'all had so many. Y'all got so many fucking ruckus, dog. You know what I'm saying? You bring like you say, you can't leave nobody out. It's the switcher house, nigga. Put some respect to, on the name. Come on, man, look. <laughs> motherfuckers want to give me a hard time. Put some respect on the name, nigga. It's the switcher house. Man, there's so many, that'd be a dope ass show with different vibes. 
whole lot of different shit, and, and it'll be a lot of money turning hands too. And the cool thing about it, I want everybody to tour. Like for when we do the switch out shows, everybody perform their songs together, right? I remember one time I went to a screwed up click show, right? And I was just so disappointed because people wasn't doing the songs together. You know what I mean? I wanted I wanted to see Trey and Zero perform. I wanted to see Lil O and Zero perform. You know mm. what I mean? I wanted to see Flip and whoever. I wanted to see them perform the songs together. I didn't want to see them perform them separate. You know? Right, right. Yeah. I yeah, that should, be, that should be live I and shit. It. <clears throat> I dig it. Man, you think, uh, it's a tough question. At least for me. <laughs> do you do you think if if Screw never died, do you think 2005 would have happened the way that it happened? It would have still happened. At the end of the day, I mean, it would have been, it really would have been glorious because at the end of the day, when Screw was alive, the rivalry of that was was fueling us. You know what I mean? We was actually fueling each other. That's a dope way mm. to look at it. Mm. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. The hardest shit I did was when Screw was alive. Yeah, that's a dope ass way to look at it. And you, you think, yeah, fueling both both sides. It was fueling both sides around there, man. It would have been, it would have been monstrous on both sides. Yeah. Period. Two, two thousand five fuck around been bigger. It would have been bigger for everybody. Cause yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. I feel like the 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 when me and Screw was both putting out tapes, I think. The most rappers flourished at that time than any other time in in, in music got here in this market. Definitely, that's golden era. I mean, that was the golden era yeah. of Houston. Every every, I mean, no, there is no percent of Houston rappers come through from the that golden house there, there, screw yeah. organization. That we had the biggest, the largest number of people winning off the game when we both was uh, going at it. That's real. I don't even know if it was a like I don't know if I y'all older than me if y'all if I if, if if I ever seen a wave in hip hop like that you know what I'm saying that like, shit was so one of a kind like how it was so many artists coming out of Houston and then it was in the back of our mind we knew we still had niggas in the vault you know what I'm saying like okay well, y'all getting this one y'all getting this one then boom y'all pull out little Kiki. You know what I'm saying? Then boom. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, zero on get throwed. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's so many people just kind of working their way in. I don't know. Had y'all ever seen? And then for both of y'all, three of y'all, had y'all ever seen anything in hip hop? You know that that can, that would resemble anything like like that in particular. You know what I mean? Not like okay, how Atlanta is, and they didn't came and they didn't kind of. Uh, uh, created their industry and got everything going and rocking and rolling and then uh, have y'all ever seen anything like that or is it just significant it was to us like East that? Coast East Coast when it came down to like the Juice Crew and uh, you know they had other people you know but it was like they, they had the the big crews like that you know on <laughs> and, and on the East Coast you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it will because in my opinion, both organizations, the whole movement, everything, it, it grew out of necessity. Nobody was fucking with us down here. Period. At that time, in, in 91, 88, 97, nobody was fucking with us down here. We had to make a way for ourselves. Yeah, you're right. You, you was you was either, you, you see the sign with Jay Prince, and you was on that train, and that was it. But then I think, I think also what made it very unique is that you know what I'm saying? We have a different mentality down here with the independent grind. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of artists, they a lot of movements, if you would, like a No Limit or a Cash Money or even uh, like a Slip and Slide. You know what I'm saying? They, we all kind of start in the same place, but then we go, they go major and then they stay major and then they, you know what I'm saying, work their way through with the machine behind them and shit like that. Knowing down here that we didn't really need that. I mean, the the Houston, I think that era was an anomaly if we being realistic. Because I don't, I know we can reference different different places that did different things, but I don't think that there's been anything in hip hop over its what forty year existence or something like that, right? That really resembles what we did here. You know what I'm saying? I just don't, I don't see it. Uh, it def- definitely not in the south. You know what I mean? You know, the, I mean the closest thing coast, from the south. East coast, east coast. If you go back and just do a lot of research on the east coast, you can probably find. There was groups of people here, groups of people here, and these people made it out of that situation, out of that situation, and out of that situation, and out of that situation. And went back, like, damn near intentionally went back independent. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the... the, the, the oh, went back... Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I don't know about that one. Because we didn't... They, I, To my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, if not, like, niggas went, you know what I'm saying, major, and then they were like, shit, <clears throat> we don't really need them on the cool. Yeah, you know, I think the difference between us and a lot of other regions around there, right, that everybody started off independent and then went major. Most people, they get a buzz on the street and they go major. Yeah, without really right. making no money. Independent. Yeah, they they, yeah, they go major. You know what I mean? Yeah, so at the end of the day, once you once you get placed on the top of the mountain, right, you didn't. Once you get placed on the top of the mountain, you don't know how to climb down. Hmm. You fall off. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's real. At the end of the day, if if you was independent and you already had your independent ground on that right, once you got once you earned your way up in the major round that right, when you get off of major, you still know how to operate independently. Hmm. Hmm. Oh my! <laughs> so that's why a lot of our artists, you know, when they get independent round that, they never fall off. They keep going. You know, man. Um, man, you you slim thug. You know what I'm saying? Major philanthropist. Super independent success, real estate exec, all that. Yeah. Chameleon now, Grammy Award winning. Now he's a tech, you know, tech superstar in tech, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Paul Wall sold the grills, used his used his public persona to make his career a lasting one, which was a commendable feat to me. Like, he's the people's champ for real. And yeah. then, you know what I'm saying? The list goes on. What? Which one of these people did you learn the most from? Because you'd have been around some extraordinary individuals. Man, I learned a little bit from everybody, man. I learned how to plan with Kamina. If you ever talk to Kamina about everything, it's a whole plan out okay. there, right? It's not like I'm finna just drop my record around here, right? It is a whole laid out detailed plan with, with, with Kamina. That's why a lot of this stuff was so successful, you know? Okay. Um, like Paul Wall, I actually learned how to do interviews from watching Paul Wall and and Mike Jones. Okay. I, like I'm not that type of person that like doing interviews at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was on the radio. That's crazy. And we that's why we appreciate you coming. Yeah. And I, and I, I like I I learned how to do interviews watching those two. Um. And uh, like with Slim, right? 
Slim was just relentless. You know what I mean? Like, even when he was with the Swisher House, man, he outgrew that shit so fucking fast around there because he he's a go-getter, man. Like, I know he was a... Man, when he came in, that, when I gave him his first box of CDs, I knew he was going to be rich. <laughs> I knew it. I gave this motherfucker about 400 CDs. This, this nigga came back in the next hour. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. Watch, I'm out. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I was there, man. I used to that see nigga that literally shit came back by the next hour, the maybe two hours, without exaggeration. Nick, watch, I'm out. And we, this one, it was in high school. High school. You all know what I mean? All star. Two forty nine, man. This nigga was not playing at all, man. I knew this nigga was gonna be successful when I gave him his first box of CDs. It was a wrap. You uh, know what I mean? Trade with uh, the skate ring on two ninety. All-Star on 249, man. We used to be out there, man. This nigga was not playing at all. In the front, trunk I pop. mean, this is where we hung out as kids. Remember, you talking about 95, 6, and 7. I'm 14, 15, 16. That's where we were as kids. And that boy to be out there, trunk pop, posted up. I mean, in the beginning, they was out there with their backpacks and, and wife beaters on, selling the CDs. Then the money came in. You got a win. Then, then they go out the trunk. There you go. These, yeah, motherfuckers, you go. Had, these motherfuckers had cars, apartments, and everything. From selling music, you know? Yeah. From selling music. Teenagers. That's teenagers. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Eating, you know? That's real. I think it was amazing, man. I think it's cool, man, the fact that, you know, I know I had something to do with changing people's lives, man, around there. Damn. Ain't no telling, man, where, where everybody else would have been at, you know? We probably, if it wasn't for the Swiss House, man, we probably all would have ended up in jail like everybody else. Yeah. Facts. You, you know, ever, you ever look back at your life and be like, damn, man. It, is it kind of hard to believe sometimes the things that you accomplish? It is. It is. It is. Because I never, I never, it's crazy, man. Like, I didn't, this wasn't a plan for me. It's not like I said, I want to be a record exec and put out records and stuff like that, and I want to be a millionaire. I never, ever said in my my life that, you know what I mean? Never thought that in a million years, ever. Do your, do your kids know who you are? Yeah, my kids know who I am. They know the, 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 what, you, what you've done to the culture in Houston? Yeah, my, my adult kids, they do know, you know. Right. Like my, the, the little ones, they, the, the little ones they, they, they know daddy does something special, but they don't <laughs> they, know they the severity of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They don't know the severity of it. Yeah. Do you, do you ever take the time to try to explain it to them? Or no, not really. You know, they'll figure it out on their own. They, they'll, they'll figure it out, man. I want them to find their own way. You know, I, I don't. I don't really take out the time to. Ex I haven't taken the time out yet to explain it to them. You know, That's you know my sure. my uh, my oldest youngest daughter. You know, she kind of have an understanding about what's going on, but I never broke it down in detail. You know, because like, they see daddy working at home. They know. Daddy does that stuff, you know. So they ever seen they the watch videos? YouTube. They, see, they seen the videos with you on them? They watch some of the videos and stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> so even though I'm slowed down right now because I'm doing more of a family type thing around there. Because, like, I got to say, man, like, my older kids, I wasn't there to raise them because I was so tied up into this shit. Right. You yeah. know? That I really wasn't there as a father. So my kids I'm raising right now, I'm not trying to go that path with them. Right. I feel like. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's that. that's a big. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I feel that for real. I'm even man. learning that shit. You know what I mean? I'm even learning that shit. And that shit crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> pop up a video. Your kids pop up a video. You got a million views. 
And that's my daddy's song. And that's my that's, a million. No, I'm nigga, them hoes, them hoes, motherfucking like eighty million, hundred million. That's crazy. Hey, um, it, you know what's the hardest thing, man, to do? It's hard trying to get that hunger back. You know, like I had back then. You know, like for me, I still have ideas and everything, but that hunger, like I had back then, it's like it's not there right now. Do you think? Do you think it come from age, or do you think it come from? Man, I done did it already, bro. I I, I just think I just once you once you uh. Like I say, man, yeah, that's a different type of hunger when you coming up. Exactly, exactly, right. It's, it's, it's you gotta when you have on a fight. Yeah. Nothing runs your adrenaline better than a fight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So right now, I'll have to actually pick a fight. Right. I feel that. I feel <laughs> I'll that. have to actually pick a fight right now with somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back then, you was in a, really like in a fight for your life, damn. Yeah, Don't man. Everybody you. was picking a fight with me, so I was getting man. <laughs> shit, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm. That's that was my biggest motivator. Hate was my biggest motivator. You know, that's mm. what gave me all that mm. shit, man. You know, that's what's up. Like it's like, man, when you fighting somebody, you were proving the point. When somebody hating on you like that, man, you got to prove the point that now nah, I'm gonna win this shit. Fuck that. You know, like we, they talking shit before you what what a boxing match around. Like, I'm gonna beat this motherfucker ass, man. You I, know, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I, I be seeing you around the city here and there. You know what I'm saying? And every time I see you, you always dropping a little piece of jewel, like real jewels. You you be giving real information that can actually benefit, like a person can really take what you said and immediately apply it to something and, and see a difference. Um. You see a future in that, like, like a, I, I should know, do it. Management you know? or A R consultant, something like that. I sh I should do that. I, I ain't gonna lie. I should do this. I should do that. I ain't gonna lie. I, I haven't done it, but I should do that. You know, because like I say, blame like doing radio and all that type of shit. I've done that. I'm bored with it. You know, I don't want to go back that path. I want to do something different. So my whole thing is figuring out what different I'm gonna do. I feel like what different I'm gonna do. You know, what, you got a lot of knowledge to share though. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of experiences that uh, a, a small fraction bro. of humanity has experienced. You bro, know what let I'm me. Um, and, a, and a larger fraction of humanity would like to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm it's a, a lot to share. Let me tell you this story, dog. This Michael Watts, you know, he do his little legend talk. Man, thank y'all, you know. And he finna walk. And he turned back around. He said, wait a minute, man. I got one more thing to say. <laughs> and he said, man, anybody got this company? They fucking y'all over, man. You need to drop that company and get with this company. And kind of just gave the mic back and walked out like a motherfucker, right? So later on that evening or that night, the next day, uh, like two or three people that was there, two or three rappers, they text me and be like, all right, man, so tell me about the tune chord distro. You know what I'm saying? And they was asking me based on what Watt said. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, like, it's your word, your presence, your words are impactful. The knowledge that you have, it really changed their Cause in their head they were like, oh, we been getting fucked over. We didn't know. Like, yeah, a lot of people, man, they don't understand that, man. Like, you know, for I, I just shared the game with, with some of the people that put me in. They they sat me down and, and and shared the game with me. You know, nevertheless, the fact of some of the stuff I just really just sat there and, and played sponge. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like for me, like if anybody know me from back in the day, they said, "Well, watch, don't talk." I'm just really soaking up all the knowledge around here. Yeah. You know what I need to talk for? I don't have nothing to say. I need to learn. Well, I, I can't learn shit if I'm speaking. I know I need to be on the mic. I got one more. <clears throat> Artists really think that they ready for this game. They really think that they ready for the bread. Do you 
think that a lot of these artists are really ready to go through that, what you've been through? I mean, like, like for me, right? Um, I didn't really lose my mind because um, by the time I popped, I was already making street bread already. So when I started making real money, it, I, I already was familiar with having money. And uh, I've never been one of those type of people that gave a fuck about being famous, so that never really went to my head. So a lot of artists, once you started getting money and, and with fame, that shit is a high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like one of the biggest highs in the world. That's why a lot of people lose their mind when they get put on that level like that, you know? So it's, it's that, 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 that fame is a hard uh, thing for people to shake. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be dangerous dangerous for a lot of people, man, around there, man. Man, they're not ready for that shit, man. It's not it's is you don't have a life of your own, man. Some people may actually commit suicide. Yeah. You know, because of that shit. You know what I mean? Look at how people act they, when they get their taxes back. So imagine getting millions. And being super famous. And being famous. Come on. Uh, a lot I'm, of people is not mentally I know artists, man, that just it's kind of lose their mind. Like at the end of the day, when you met them last year, they were broke, and then the next day, they next year they were literally riding around here, Rose Rushes and shit around here. You know what I mean? I mean, for somebody to come from point A to point B that fast around there, right? You know, you gotta um, it's 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 dangerous, right? You know, because you see, like a lot of people hit the lottery, right, and they go broke. How the fuck do you win $20 million or $100 million and you go broke? Don't know how to spend it. You know, it's just the fact that people aren't used to having money. You know, real people, you have you build up protection with your money. When you earn your money, you build it from the first dollar around there. You, you build protection around there. But when somebody just drop it to you, you just got it. You have no protection. So at the end of the day, the only thing they do is the vultures come around here and just pick all your shit around there because you had built no wall of protection. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Gotta get them IRAs, boy. You gotta get into that IRA game, boy. Damn. <laughs> A lot of cats ain't ready for it, bro. Man, I like sitting down with these niggas, man. I like sitting. I don't communicate with these niggas. No, nah, it's all oh, good. Man, I like sitting down with these boys, man. Like I really do, man. Because, you know, somebody like Michael Watch, bro. You know what I'm saying? Even me being from the South Side and even the people that's watching, they know my uh my love and shit for the South Side and you know, uh just but my love in general for Houston, you know what I'm saying? In reality, if we been a hundred, you know what I'm saying, we can't I don't give a fuck what side of town you from. You can't take nothing away from what what this man accomplished. You can't take nothing away from what Swisher House did, bro. We took the culture to the to the to absolutely. The, to the, and, we and did because I was I was there supporting like a motherfucker. It's nothing. It's we nothing. It's nothing you can feet. do to take take away from what you know. what I'm saying from what this man did. You know. what I'm saying I'm really I'm I'm really talking to to the people. I you know what it. I'm saying because they the shit that sometimes you know motherfucker be hating on watch because of the, the motherfucker on salsa because of the screw and the Swisher House. But at the end of the day, if we been a hundred. Houston wouldn't have the culture that we have right now without this man playing his part in doing it. If we've been a hundred, bro, 
Big facts. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what side of town you. If you on the south side and you a screw head and all that shit there, and, and you unread screwed up, click around this motherfucker. You know. Oh, what I'm I was saying? gonna ask, dog. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> I was gonna ask. You know what I'm saying? But shit, you know, it, it's nothing. It's nothing you can do to. You know, if they both was needed, bro, and I respect you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you as a fan of Houston music, as a as a lover of this culture. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just, I, you know, what I'm saying, it's just, it's, to me, it's, it'll forever be dope. You know what I mean? Just sitting down talking to cats like this, sitting down talking to the big pokers, sitting down talking to the little kikis, talking to the all these people, man, it's it's significant for me in my life, and uh, yeah, I just, I just want to be sure one, that niggas don't be, you know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure niggas don't be fucked up. This about, one you know went on saying? the books for me. Dog. I mean, you know, one, one thing I wanted to realize, man, regardless of the shit that people might talk or what the fuck they might think around there, man, but I always done this for us. Yeah, no. I done this for us. I never did this shit did just for like me. Did you feel like you had to go harder when Screw died? Uh, I felt like I had to go hard, hard, just period, you know, man. My life was hard, man. Nothing was ever given to me, nigga. I had to pop my own school clothes when I was in high school. So yeah. I never, you know, my life my life was never easy, period. It's not even easy right now, you know what I mean? I feel like, like shit, I still got to do shit. Nigga, I want to retire, nigga. I don't want to have to do all this shit, but I still got to go hard now, you know what I mean? I mean, my thing is this here. I do this shit for us. I'm not just saying this shit because I'm on the camera. I always have the mentality, I'm doing this for us. I was playing screw shit on the radio when this man was alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I was editing the freestyles for that, right? I never sold no screw freestyles on none of my tapes around there, right? I actually edited that shit just so people will understand the culture. I played that shit on the radio every Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I took my time out to do that because of the culture. You know, not that because of us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I wanted to preserve. When they came to Houston on Sunday, I wanted to give them Houston. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what was motherfuckers banging? We was banging Switch House and we was banging Screwed Up Click. I could have played Switch House all day long around there, but I didn't do that. You know what I mean? I wanted to play us, the culture around here. What do I you think you mean? misunderstood. I think so. I think you misunderstood. People don't understand that shit, man. Because at the end of the day, man, you know, you you get simple-minded people. Facts. Caught up in the, the bullshit. Because at the end of the day, you cannot discredit my work or anything around there. Because the real ones can relate. Facts. You know what I mean? Why Facts. do you think that people like like Pokey and Kiki and, and, and Zero don't fuck with me? You know what I mean? That's because I, I, I kept it real with these niggas, man. You know, I ain't say give me this or nothing around there, man. I like... I, I I love these niggas. I love what they do, and I love their culture, and I love their music. You know what I mean? It's never been about no particular group or nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, this shit was about the South and the Southern culture, man. Before I play anybody's shit, if your shit was from Texas or Louisiana, I would play that shit first before I play any other national record. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, everybody has their shit, right? Like the West Coast, they got their media, right? Atlanta got their media, you know? New York got their media, you know what I mean? So my thing is, when I was on the radio on Sunday, I am the media for us. I gave a damn about nothing but this region here, period. Yeah, hold up. It's going to die. It's going to die, man. 
Man, dog. Well, let me get my rocks off too, dog. Uh, shit, this this meant a lot to me, dog. Uh, before I got in the music business, I was a super fan. You were OG to me. Like in my head, I'm doing. Ah, it's Michael Watts. Like, I see you a bunch, but I'm still a fan, dog, and still much respect. So thank you, man. Appreciate. Man, I, it. I, I appreciate everything that you're doing, man, by keeping the torch going around there and keeping the South alive, man. I be trying, dog. I be man, trying. I'm telling you, man. Like for everybody else, they push for. Them, you know, yeah. we gotta push for us around there. You I'm know, trying to keep it about us. When we go when we saying? go to other place. Guess what? Our value is to them, our money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. We gotta wash each other hands, man. Like support each other around there. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Like shit, man. Don't be like for me. I if it's something that I heard and I don't give a damn what DJ played it. If that shit is hot, I'm going to ask you what it is, and guess what? I'm going to find it, and I'm going to edit it, and it's going to be on my show, period. Bro, this nigga Watts will <laughs> hit you randomly. Hey, I seen what you've been doing, man. Here, take these 13 songs and use them. You're going to appreciate it. And you go through them hoes, you be like, damn. Talking about shit that's clean, you wouldn't have never could find nowhere. Man, professionally clean. Man, boy, Watts be looking out for you, man. That's what's up, dog. That's what's up, man. Man, we appreciate you coming, man. No problem, man. One last question. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I, here. Hey, I'm here. Can I be an honorary Swisher House member? What I got? Let's I'm, make it. Let's make it happen, man. Because, bro, I, we gotta. We gotta. You heard gotta it. Keep it going. You heard let's it. Make it happen. Hey, Swisher hey, House hold on, hold on. DJ Nightcap in this motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> but, but you got responsibilities to uphold. What you don't? Well, <laughs> you doing all that bullshit. You got responsibilities to uphold around this motherfucker. You hear what he what? said? We got to keep somebody, keep this shit going. We got to keep it going. We got to keep it going. I'm man. trying to keep you, the torch going. Like dog. real talk. Breaking Texas. Yeah, is I don't want you to bullshit with that shit, yeah, man. Hey. Like, like I say, we not doing it for us. We doing it for the culture. You know this what I mean? You know about you doing for you know about breaking Texas. We do it. We do it for the culture. The culture is going to take care of us. Straight up. Period. You know what I mean? That's real. Yeah. You over there uh, on your excited man shit. What? Because this is dropping DJ he motherfucking Michael Watts, man. But I'm saying, you missed yeah. out with the nuggets. I missed out, dog. Lawrence ain't the I'm, same. I'm tell you something, the last jewel he dropped to. I, I am blessed. I, I was blessed because I blessed other people. Facts. Period. Facts. We can't ever forget, man. The, the day you stop forgiving, the day you stop giving is the day you stop receiving. Man, that's real. That's real. Hey, you ever ran into DJ Screw anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran to so I ran to the screw. Well, you are straight, straight up. up. Yeah, I ran to the screw before. You know, <laughs> I ran him up there. Direct, you know. Shout out, and to you know the notorious Direct, man. <laughs> French's story around there. I'm not gonna get in depth, but I'm a, I'm be honest with you. That shit is some true shit. You know, it's real. That's some true shit. Research. And I ran into uh, him. Um, actually, book screw uh, for a gig in Angleton. Yeah, me and, he, and uh, Luscious Ice. He came. Uh, yes, he did. Why would he, he not did come came. get his bread? Yeah, he came. I'm I'm asking for them. <laughs> yes, you know what yes, I'm saying. I'm asking came. for them. <laughs> yes, he came with C Note and uh, Pat was with him back then. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you what's so crazy about it, right? The gig was packed. The gig was packed. They got into a fight at fucking midnight around that motherfucker. The law shut the party down. Screw showed up at right at one o'clock. Oh, that was kind of lit for him. He got paid and didn't do nothing. But the thing about it, the the the, the show was packed. We had like a thousand people in that motherfucker. A thousand people Damn. ready to come in that motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Like I'm telling you, man. At the end he of the day, he thought it was some full guys and shit. No. Yeah. No. 
I'm just nah. a- I'm asking. Nah, bro. Nah, no, it's legit nigga shit, go, man. Nigga gonna ask. Nigga gonna say shit like, man, nigga ain't asking no questions. Nigga ain't asked this. Nigga ain't asked that. I'm just trying to ask. You know what I'm saying? You ain't ask, you ain't asked Big Pokey none of this shit. I mean, at the end of the day, man, just you know what I'm ask your OG I'm none of this shit. You want to interrogate my OG. Hey, when I, ask, when I interviewed Lil' Kiki, because <laughs> before I interviewed Lil' Kiki, I had a, I, I read some articles, right? I read an article, and he said, uh, Watts was the best mixer that he had ever worked with. This is a nigga from the South Side. I'm on Red Screwed Up Click around this motherfucker, right? And I asked him, that was a tough question. You know what I'm saying? Given that I thought he was talking about turntables. And he was like, nah, see, when people, you know what I'm saying? He broke it down. I'm going to ask, the, I got to ask the questions. You know what I'm saying? I got to yeah. ask the questions. You feel what I'm saying? But he was like, Watch was the best mixer as far as engineering he had ever worked with. He was like, you got to think, when he was working with Screw, it was something completely different. He was like, when he got the, and even, even maybe when he was with Jam Down and whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? I, it, but he said, when he got the Watch, it was the best actual sound that he had ever heard himself. You know what I'm saying? That was a tough question for me to ask, but you know what I'm saying? You got to ask I always question. wanted, you know, my whole thing is this here, man. I always wanted to work with Kiki, you know? At the end of the day, he's a legend to me, you know? So for this man to to, to, to want to fuck with me in any kind of shape, form, or fashion, I made sure that I try to do my best job for this man. It was beyond the whole thing of standard at all, you know what I mean? And, you know, because Kiki is the only person that we ever fucked with that was made. Everybody else that we fucked with around there was just people that was from the ground up, right. and they grew into they, what they what they what they are. You know, mm-hmm. I dig it. You know, I dig it. I dig what you're saying. You know, Young Red was different. You know, Young Red was actually out with Flip before that man. But you know, as far as somebody that was made, right? Kiki was the first person that that we actually fucked with that was made. Was it any pressure with him being a made? I made man. I mean, mentally, because you want to do your best and you want right. to go beyond, man. You don't want to let this man down. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you you want to you, you want this man to be successful. You know, you have to win with this man. You know. Right. You know, you want to make you want to make this man proud, man, because this man put more than his faith around there, man. This man sacrificed a lot to fuck with us. You know what I mean? So you can't do that, man. This this man is is literally sacrificed his fan base and his family because I know how people. That a Kiki fans or feel about him fucking with us, you know what I mean? So we have to do our best with him, you know. Right. Period. You know. It was a lot of nigga that a lot of niggas that felt some way about that shit too. <laughs> it was natural though. I remember that shit. <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, man, that man is that man deserved. You know, uh, uh, that man is a legend, man. That man deserved everything that he deserved in life. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, man, if I can help this man here get to where he need to be at around, I'm going to do it. It's the same thing with Zero, but Zero never was signed with us, man. But I'm, I was the first person to start playing Zero shit on the radio. Nobody was playing Zero shit on the radio. I started playing this shit on the radio. The future of FM radio. It's a wrap. I was going to say, is it looking bleak as it it's is? It's a wrap, man. You know, as far as there's too many other options that you can, you can go to. You know, what I mean, actually, the options have been killing commercial radio for a decade. You yeah. know, you can get what you want whenever you want it right now. You know, on demand. I dig it. Everything is on demand now. You know, nobody waits for shit. <laughs> you know, I dig it. 
unless you have something that's so unique about your show that you can only get that, you know? Do you think do you think there could ever be a movement? I can't I can't help it, dog. <laughs> do you think there could ever be another movement like Screw or Swisher House? In any form now yeah, that we're yeah. in a digital age. I'm gonna tell you what I thought was gonna be that 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 new movement for the big group in Houston. Round right. Yes. Sauce. The sauce. When Sauce them came with the drip, I say, there they go. Right there. Boy, they, they yeah, revolutionized they. this shit. That's going to be the new, the new, uh, 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 screwed up click, a switch house around there. They, 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 they've done it. You know? And that's how I felt, you know? That's when they came up. on that move. That's what's up, man. I ain't gonna keep asking questions, man. Let's get on out of here, man. I could chop it up for hours with those. Oh, that's all good. Ain't nothing to edit and can't fix, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> all you're gonna do, you have this footage, you're gonna edit it. I know y'all not running it live, you know? Nah, it ain't live. Absolutely not. Man, we appreciate you, big homie. man. It's all uh, good. I am Hype South. I am DJ Nightcap. I am Michael Watts. And, and this, this is Throw in the Game. game. Bingo.